Welcome to Side Talks. It's a podcast. It's it, a podcast about movies. It's a podcast about movies. Uh, we're going to talk about some. Who are you? I'm Rachel Morgan. I'm Corey Kraft. This is a rather civilized introduction for us. Yeah, we didn't start completely off the rails today. We were gradually get there. Oh, there it is. That's what I was listening to my way on. Whispers in the night. Why? I'm captured by your spill. It's okay. Tina Turner. Sure. It was on the radio. It, okay. It's a great song. Yeah. All right. Great, as a matter of fact, I think that should be our lead in song, Brad. Do you mind? I don't mind at you all. You better be good to me. <laughs> you hear that, Corey? I do. We're going to five minute fight later. And you better be good to me. All right. Here we go. Guess what it's time for, bitch. Uh, what's the time for? What's this shit? You knew it was coming. I did. And, and yet it was still more ear, ear splitting than ever. Okay, you're going to get this one so quick. So I have a confession. Okay. We had a staff meeting today. It ran kind of long. Uh-huh. So I didn't really get my shit together for what's this shit. And so I asked Sam, and I asked Brad too, but Brad didn't really have anything to bring to the table today on this one. Thank you, Brad. Sorry. Um, which was, what is a really terrible film you've seen recently? Oh, okay. And I have not seen this film. As a matter of fact, I did not know this film existed. I think I, for self-preservational reasons, have blocked this from my total and perception interesting interesting and so sam pulled up a uh, pulled up a little clip and what ended up being actually a supercut kind of thing of maybe somebody's favorite moments of this okay uh, but it's terrible it's that kind of bad movie where somebody's making a supercut i think they were making a supercut in celebration oh great because people like bad (laughs) shit as we've talked about um but 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 I think you're going to get it really quickly. All right, let's so see. So this random, the first clip in this random series of clips, there is a polar bear wearing what looks like a little cap made out of like a juke bag. All right. You know what this is? Um, it's a polar bear wearing a juke bag for a cap. Is this Doolittle? He got it. He, I told you. He got it. Yes, that, that polar bear talks and, and it says stuff like, bro. Yeah, it's it's voiced by uh, WWE superstar John Cena. Oh wow! Well, it also, as we looked up, stars uh, Rami Malek. Yes, as an ostrich, as I believe. Chi Chi the monkey. Oh, it's the monkey. Who's the ostrich? Who's the ostrich? Sam, can you look up and see who the ostrich is? I mean, this. There are all kinds. Of it animals looks. In this movie. How much money they spent on this thing? I mean, music by Danny Elfman, starring the ostrich. Who? Kumail. Kumail is the ostrich. Kumail Nanjiani. Uh, uh, Robert Downey Jr., we should say, probably accounts for a significant portion of this budget himself. This is kind of a RDJ post-Avengers vanity project to sort of establish himself as a true box office draw and movie star who can headline a children's film like this and still pack them in. Uh, he didn't. <laughs> this movie flopped. It flopped. I wonder why. It flopped right before COVID, too. So you can't even really blame the pandemic. I bet they try. I bet they do, too. Um, this People movie are is really scared. bad. It, yeah, it's It awful. looks terrible. And Sam mentioned that there was a, a really terrible scene that he couldn't seem to pull up, which involves uh, sort of Robert Downey Jr. swinging across a ship and that the green screen is just screaming at us. Well, and all the CGI animals with their celebrity voices are kind of lame and... Uh, the movie is like, I, I don't know, I can't describe the plot of this thing, and I, I'll spare you the details, but, you know, there's a dragon, there's Queen uh, Victoria, I think. You've seen this, though. Oh, of course. 
And you saw this in the theater? No, no. Okay. I mean, I give me some say. credit here. I got this on Blu-ray from the public library. Okay, so you didn't spend any money on it. That's no, good because this dollar. thing is pathetic. Yeah, it's really bad. Anyway, I, you got it in one sentence, but again, that one sentence was a talking polar bear. Wearing a little it's cap. It's probably going to, It's yeah. So, all right, well, that's what's the shit, and indeed, it was really shit today. Oh, Corey. Yes, Rachel. We've got some new segments coming up here, there, and everywhere on the podcast. We're going to start all kinds of stuff. We finished up our top 200. We did. Uh, I haven't gotten any hate mail yet of you. Um, no, we actually got a little bit of, of support mail, and uh, we'll probably read a little bit of that. So if you want to throw your two cents in, go back and listen to those, or just uh, you know re- recollect, as they say, <laughs> and shoot us an email at podcast at sidewalkfest.com, and we'll include your thoughts in, in our feedback session, so to speak, about the top 200. Um, but we, yeah, I haven't, I haven't gotten too much. Somebody did tell somebody else that my list is bonkers. I don't think that's a bad thing. I don't think it's a bad thing at all. But that was the one little bit of feedback I got. Was I enjoyed it, but it's bonkers. Fine. It's I don't give a shit. It bonkers, is bonkers. Bonkers is good. Bonkers, bonkers is, is good. Is bonkers good. is good. I actually think that what they mean is that they support and love me and they feel like my list is 100% solid. Yes, I'm sure that's it. That's exactly what they meant. So anyway, the the top 200, you know, we did talk a lot and uh, it's cleared way for some new segments. And so uh, this is us now. Our, we have a segment where we talk about new segments. I'm just oh, kidding. Okay. I'm just kidding. Um, this is a new segment that I'm that I'm throwing at you. We'll see if it sticks or not. It's called "Man, That's Weird." Uh oh. Yep. And actually, that's exactly what I was thinking. It'd be called "Man, That's Weird." Uh oh. And so, Brad, I'm thinking, could you do a little like weird science right here, just like a little bit? Maybe that's part of our intro. I don't know. Brad will come up with something cooler than that, probably. The little I think intro. That's a good idea. Yeah. See. Okay. And so, I'm going to hit you with a couple of strange film connections. Interesting. All right. And those connections may be to other films, or they may just be strange connections out in the world. As a matter of fact, the very first one that I have is a film music connection of sorts. And I think a lot of people listening to this podcast are actually already going to know this, because John Waters has kind of put this out there a good bit and talked about this a good bit. And it's sort of a little bit of a a well-known fact. But if you don't know it, it'll be a fun one to hear from us. Mm -hmm. And that is, do you know what Christmas film... Fiona Apple's dad stars in. Do you know about this? No, I don't. Fiona Apple's dad stars in a Christmas film. Yes, he does. And I'm actually now just flipping for my notes. Okay. Brandon Magart. Okay. Is that how you would say that? M-A-G-G-A-R-T. Magart. Or or Magart. 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 Um, I, Maggart sounded a lot like maggot, and so I thought I sure, would be that's friendlier not, that's and give him a, a yeah, prettier pronunciation. That's not necessarily the most uh, flattering pronunciation, but if it is how you say it, it's how you say it. But he doesn't we, give a we shit don't know. either because he's Fiona Apple's fucking dad, dude. So anyway, Fiona Apple's dad stars as the evil Santa Claus in Christmas Evil. That no is him way. in the Are film. You serious? Yes, that's him. That's and wild. Christmas- or should I say weird? <laughs> exactly. And Christmas Evil being what John Waters has called the greatest Christmas movie ever made. Uh, it's coming from John Waters. Sure. I, yeah, I, I can believe that John Waters believes that. <laughs> it, it is a pretty fun one. I'm going to blow your mind even further. Okay. He's also in De Palma's Dress to Kill. Where? I don't know, but it's a small role, clearly. Mm. Like, I don't remember him from it. 
you probably don't remember. It's I think it's I think he's done. I think he's made an entire career out of just tiny bit parts. Just being like that guy in the background of some like cool movie. Yeah, because he is. I mean, Christmas Evil is sort of his vehicle. Okay, that is. Yeah. His, and there's no pun intended there because, as you know, the sleigh is indeed a killer vehicle. In this. Of course. Um. So he's in Dress to Kill. He's also has had appearances on Murphy Brown, Newhart, Murder She Wrote, Knott's Landing, L.A. Law, E.R. The list goes on and on and wow. on. He was in. He was in the world according to Garp for a minute at no some way. point. Okay. So, yeah, he's from Tennessee originally, Fiona Apple. Again, we're still talking about Fiona Apple's dad here. It's kind of kind of wild. It's kind of weird. Uh, he went to the University of Tennessee. Fuck you, Rocky Top. Yeah, for See real. See what I did there. Take that, Tennessee, you so, jerks. Yeah. So that's that's the first weird connection. Uh, Fiona Apple, come on the podcast. Please, please. We can just talk about movies. We don't even have to talk about music. Just come talk to us about movies, Fiona Apple. Well, John Waters did a commentary on Christmas Evil and – uh, with uh, with the director uh-huh. of the film, not with Brandon, not with Fiona Apple's I wonder dad. if that's on the DVD that I have. It might be. <laughs> but I think he asked him, do you know if Fiona Apple's seen the film? And the director was kind of like, I really doubt it. <laughs> or something along those lines. Okay, so here's the second weird one. And I did not know this. This, this is the fun part about the podcast, doing a little research. I got to investigate a little bit. And okay. I found, I discovered something I didn't know that maybe you know. Do you know anything about the connection between Blade Runner and The Shining. And I really hope that this is an urban legend. I do. Tell us a little bit about the connection okay. between Blade Runner and The Shining. Because, again, I know a lot about The Shining. I had no idea. So, I, isn't it true that some of the leftover uh, helicopter footage from uh, the Torrance family going up the mountain to the Overlook isn't some of that reused in Blade Runner in the it theatrical is. cut? Ding, ding, ding. You got it right. Yeah. And we want to be really dramatic. We could say the ending of Blade Runner is the beginning of The Shining. Right. Um, the ending of Blade Runner as seen in the theatrical cut, not right. in the, uh, the definitive director's edition or whatever. The, gotcha. the cut with the, the Harrison Ford voiceover that has kind of the definitively happy ending that the um, the final cut and the director's cut kind of uh, leave out. Gotcha. Well, apparently what happened is that Ridley Scott needed some landscape photography, landscape photography uh, footage kind of deal for the, for the end of Blade Runner. And what does one do when they're Ridley Scott and they need footage? They don't go to a stock warehouse. Of course not. They don't spend a bunch of money on a shoot. No, no. They no. call up their buddy, Stanley Kubrick, who then offered outtakes from, yes, that beautiful helicopter footage, which is stunning, from, that was uh, from the beginning of The Shining. It's all the outtakes, and Ridley Scott used them. Well, as I understand, and I think that ending was kind of studio imposed. Yeah, I think so. So, too. so he was just like, yeah, fuck it. I'll right. call up my buddy Stan. We'll fill in the blanks. Yeah. Anyway, that's our new segment. Maybe we'll keep up with it. Maybe we won't. I'm we into do what it. we want. I like hearing about weird film trivia, and I imagine that most of our listeners, given that they listen to this, probably are into it as well. Yeah. Man, that's weird. It sure is. Well, thank you so much for listening to this episode of Side Talks. We're your own personal cinematic Brad Pitt and Justin Theroux. Uh, both dated Jennifer Aniston? Dated. Or married Get to? Get it together. Well, Brad Pitt was married to her, right? But I didn't know Theroux yeah, was. They both they, they both were married to okay, her. Okay, well. She's got two ex-husbands and that's both of them. Both, you know, handsome gentlemen from what I've heard. Sure, yeah, yeah. But uh, only one quite, of them's in a David a Lynch film. That's true. <laughs> um 
Uh, ooh, yeah, that's a that's a real that's a real tough choice because um, I like both those guys. I think they're both very talented, as you know. Yeah, I don't know if you had to sleep with Brad Pitt or if you had to sleep or marry with which one do you sleep or marry? Do you marry Brad Pitt or do you sleep with Brad Pitt? Uh, so, do you okay, marry? so this is like a like a fuck marry kill, but we're yeah, leaving but kill. Only, yeah. Um. All right. All right. Well, okay. No, this is easy. This is easy. Okay. You fuck Brad Pitt and you marry Justin Thoreau because if you marry Brad Pitt, he's not he's not settling down. That's true, and I've yeah. heard he gets angry and does all kinds of bad stuff. Sure. So you're so, right. So, yeah. I guess that's what you, you have you, to do. You live a happy domestic life with Justin Thoreau, and you you have a you have a, a fling with Brad Pitt. Well, I think you know this isn't People Magazine's podcast or anything, but I think that 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 marriage actually lasted just a couple of weeks. Oh yeah. I don't know though. I mm. could be wrong. It's what it seemed like from what I saw at the you know checking out the grocery store. I felt like one week they were married, and the next week you know when I was buying orange juice or whatever they were. When is Jennifer Aniston ever going <laughs> to find the right man and settle down? <laughs> oh, I don't know. What's the sh- like? What's the abbreviation? You know how they do that. What's the abbreviation for Thoreau um, and, and Aniston? There's not a good one. That's no. that last name. That's why they divorced. I'm going on the record. They divorced because Thoreau is not a good name to mix up with another last name. Yeah. Theraniston, no thank you. <laughs> oh, I like Theraniston, actually. Theraniston's kind of good. Yeah, but it's it's irrelevant now. They're divorced. Oh, but maybe if we do this, <laughs> they'll come back like that publicity stunt that J-Lo and Ben Affleck are doing. They've found true love. I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> they look so happy together. She's just all smiles. He doesn't look like he wants to jump in front of a truck. Um which is an improvement oh, from where he was at the beginning of the year. So, look, my my boy Ben has finally found happiness at long last with you know his ex girlfriend. Not the nanny, but the ex girlfriend. Anyway, we're your own personal cinematic Theraniston. <laughs> Thanks to Beltwell Studios, we appreciate you so much. Thanks to our sponsor, Revelator Coffee. Absolutely delicious stuff. What are those socials? What are those socials? I it took me a second. At Sidewalk Film. At Sidewalk Film. I was like, socials. What are you talking about? That's what um, they call it now. That's what the kids are calling it now. Do they really? The socials, brah. I'm gonna. Have That's to, how they say it. The socials. I'm brah. gonna have to check with some kids. <laughs> uh, at Sidewalk Turns Film. Turns out Corey knows kids. I know some kids uh, in a professional capacity. Be uh, careful. At, <laughs> at Sidewalk <laughs> Film on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. Sidewalkfest.com. You can find Cinema Showtime's stuff playing at the cinema. Real cool. Um, as of the time of this recording, the cinema is about to open Dune. That's right. Um, which I am losing my mind to see. Um, and the first weekend of November seems like a big weekend for we the cinema. We've got a bunch of stuff going on. Um, so check us. Check yeah, out our Keep an eye Showtime. on that list, those listings because you're going to want to make a trip, I think. To yeah, the French Sidewalk Dispatch. Cinema. You can say it. I didn't know if I could. The you French can say those Dispatch, Wes Anderson's new movie, long anticipated by me and the world, finally opening in cinemas, including our very own Sidewalk Cinema. So come on down Maybe and check we'll that serve out. Croissants. Anyway, bye, bitches. Batwell Studios Podcast Division. Your words, our expertise. <laughs>